0: Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. This is the weekend edition where we interview notable people from the world of real estate investing. Today is no exception. We have a great guest all the way from Rhode Island. Welcome to the show, Chris Prefontaine.
1: Thanks, Victor. Pleasure to be back, my friend.
0: Chris, we are living in unprecedented times. And as real estate investors, there's so many questions that we're grappling with. Now, you've been on the show before, so for the listeners who haven't heard you before, why don't we take a moment, give a little bit of your backstory, and then we'll talk about current events.
1: Sure. We uh, we operate a family business um, out of Rhode Island, a couple states surrounding it with my son, Nick, my son-in-law, Zach, and a great support team. So we buy and sell homes on terms, meaning no banks. And um, we then go off and teach that to students are all around North America to do the exact same thing. So when I say no banks, because that's part of the backstory, in 8 I was one of the lucky ones to be part of the the, the crash and the the recession there. And so that's what caused us to to relook, to reengineer, to revamp the entire business and never go back to taking bank loans or signing personally or doing anything, frankly, that involves banks. So that's how we operate now um, on all our deals.
0: I love it. Now, we're in an unprecedented time in history. This is truly a moment in history. How has the COVID-19 outbreak affected your business? And it's maybe a little too soon to know if your tenants are going to be paying rent on April 1st, but what are your thoughts? What are the shifts in strategy that you're undertaking?
1: Okay, a couple things. I'll talk from the standpoint of, this is like a phenomenal time clearly to talk about this, but I'll talk about it from the seller in the tenant buyer side. Okay. So, and this is us and our students just in the last 10 days, we've had an enormous surge of sellers now calling us back and our students back and saying, you know, we talked X amount of months or even years ago, and I wanna do that deal now. So we are putting properties under contract at an unprecedented rate, because some of it is they're panicking, rightfully so, and some of it is um, the market is slipping in their area. Who knows what'll happen, as you said, we don't know. We don't have a crystal ball, I won't even render a guess, but the fact is it's causing them to come to us and say, we need your help. Unfortunately for realtors, They're not in a good position to help right now. And so we're able to to purchase their homes. Um, A lot of them sight unseen. We're doing a lot of virtual and do so by lease purchase or owner financing. So again, we're not coming up with money. We're not coming up with personal signatures. We're not taking out bank loans. Now, what does the virus do to all that, though, to your question? The sellers, the only hindrance is getting in the home and those that are comfortable or not comfortable. with doing FaceTime and, and Zooms and things like that with contingencies that we'll have to get in at some point. So that's fine. We've put probably 14 properties under agreement in 10 days. Crazy. Uh, On the buyer side, luckily the banks and the government have worked things out um, so that we're calling, we're having the sellers, or we are with our power of attorney, calling any buyers that have trouble short-term, we're calling the seller's mortgage company because we have authorization to do so if we're in a lease purchase. And with so far, ease having them um, forgive, delay, or put the payments on the back end. So the banks are working with us. They're all different because, frankly, it's new to them too. The short answer to this whole virus thing is it is absolutely causing a huge demand for these types of deals, and I'm super thankful for it. I would have never known, obviously.
0: How do you know that you're not offering too much money at this point? Because maybe in two months, three months, six months, that same property might be worth 25% less, a third less, who knows?
1: Yeah, good point. So I should have brought that up in my discussion. So what we're telling the students now, and they're getting it, and we are getting it, is to take all of the properties they have now and extend the terms on them. And frankly, the sellers have been over the top helpful to do that because they don't want the property. And number two, on the new deals, we're seeing our students structure 10 and 15-year deals. So with the 10 or 15-year deals, price becomes less important especially when we're talking about our type of deals with owner financing, whereby the entire payment is going to principal, the entire thing. And so that is an enormous recession hedge, if you will, especially if you got 10 years. that's The, the magic thing here, Victor, is how long of a term can you get? If it's three years, sketchy. You don't know what's going to happen. Ten years, phenomenal.
0: I love that. I love that. Yeah, I mean, it's absolutely true. Nobody knows are we into a blizzard or an economic winter It's starting to look more like a winter than a blizzard because, you know, you get your shovel out and you clean off the walkway. And a few days later, life is back to normal. But this is looking a little bit different.
1: Yeah. You know, um, I I wish you or I or someone had that crystal ball. We don't right now. But I'll tell you this. This is super important for the real estate investor in any niche because I'm not so naive to think we're the only niche that's working right now. There's a lot of niches coming to us saying you guys are it. This is I need to get in your space. But there's also a lot of other ones booming, too. And I'll tell you that in our niche, we do not ever, this is the key to sleeping good at night, sign personally on loans. And all our agreements have the ability to assign the property back to the seller. Nobody wants to do that morally and ethically, but they all have the ability to do that. So why are those built in, by the way, Victor? Because I took a beating in 08, and I we very strictly um, structured and enforced our forms, our contracts, our protocol, and our policies such that, Look, if we needed to wind out, there's an exit here, and it's not going to strap us. Super important to know, I said this to my to my son-in-law this morning, I said, look, make sure the students know, who haven't been through a crash like 08, that they have to be careful who they listen to. There's, And I have nothing against a, a lot of people that haven't been around for a while, but I've been through 9-11, I've been through the early 90s, I've been through the 08 crash, and I've been through a horrific uh, snowboard accident with my son. Those are all major life events. And so I do know how to pivot. I don't know how to pivot through this one. We'll figure it out based on the last four experiences though.
0: Now that's very sage advice. And I like the 10 year time horizon. I mean, one of the things that I think it was Peter Schiff who said in the last couple of days that when you inflate a balloon, the person that gets the blame is the pin, when in fact, it's not the pin's fault. It happened to be COVID-19 this time, but problem, maybe, is there's actually too much debt in the system. When you're making investments in a property, you're you're on the buy side and you're buying right, you're buying with low risk. Of course, anything uh, has an exit. Let's talk a little bit about the exit strategy. You've talked about a 10-year time horizon, a 15-year time horizon. What does that look like?
1: Okay, a couple things. A very good question due to the longer term. So you have a, a number of different choices in, in no priority order. We've made a pivot to take more properties, um, owner financing, or actually you know, having the deed versus lease purchase lately, just because we can then turn around and either do a long-term rent to own, which is our standard model, someone that needs time, we'll get them cashed out eventually. Um, but even better than that is transferring the deed to them, and it gets more sophisticated, it's more advanced, because it's gonna re- re- uh, involve a wrap mortgage, but we'll buy a property owner financing and then sell it owner financing. now. Uh, we just mitigated our risk yet again as long as we have enough down payment so there's a little bridge here the bridge is sometimes we'll put a rent to own client in the home and say look if you've got time and you're not in a rush we're gonna save you all kinds of bank headaches and bank fees and when you get your deposit up to 20% we're gonna go ahead and then transfer the property to you and we'll be your bank and so they're ecstatic they thought they had to go through the whole bank hoopla and we just protected ourselves by transferring the deed to them and having them be an owner with a full, full 20% down or more. Uh, it's just one of the many pivots. I, and uh, we could keep going, but my point is of that story, uh, the buyers are happy with that. The sellers are, are happy with that. We're happy with that. It's a very healthy environment in an otherwise chaotic time right now. So I think it's super important that we keep everybody's interests in mind. And, and we get to do that the way we structure deals.
0: So for clarity, the sellers are not staying in the home. They're the, they're vacating the home, they're getting rid of the property, and you're putting in a new tenant buyer in a brand new rent-to-own deal with a 10 or 15-year term in that property that you just acquired on the basis of terms, correct?
1: Yeah, you are correct. Absolutely.
0: In today's environment, we've been asked to socially isolate. People are not traveling except to go to the grocery store. Do you see a point where even people moving out, that may dry up?
1: Um, I, I mean, again, we're getting into prediction land again, but I don't think we're going to have a, a challenge once this loosens up a bit. Um, even in markets, I was actually surprised, but I have students in California, uh, which has been shut down, and he's got showings going on somehow. So. Um, I don't know. I don't know what's happening. I think that if anything, it's going to get a little bit more lenient. But that's just my prediction. Like you said, maybe we maybe we do have just a storm and not a blizzard. So far, so good. I don't see a problem with, with moving uh, right now. I, I've always said this, um, Victor, regardless of what's going on and being fully cognizant of what's going on, people are going to continue to buy. People are going to be continue to move, especially first-time buyers, which is a space we live in mostly. Uh, people are going to still get married and buy their first home and so on and so forth. So time will tell. I, it's a it's a new world for a lot of us. I just am very comfortable with the space we're in, with the, with the control that gives us versus a lot of the other niches. Because um, I've got a lot of buddies on my, on my podcast, for example, you know, that are in different niches. And they've reached out and said, hey, help us out. Like help our database understand how you guys do business because they need to shift. And so I'm just happy where we are. I don't know where that's going to bring us.
0: No, I love that. I love that. And so for clarity, why don't you explain a little bit further for our listeners, how you avoid involving the banks in the financing. I mean, these properties are originally bank financed, they're probably on a five or seven year term. So at the end of that five to seven year term, what happens because you've got a 10 or 15 year contract in place? Are you going to private funding at that point? How does that work?
1: Sure. So most of the properties we take on lease purchase are actually the the conventional twenty five or thirty year loans. Once in like every twenty five deals, we'll fig, we'll find one that's on a fifteen year AM, which we love because the principal's getting hammered down. So as far as the lease purchase, most of these are long term loans that we're cashing out. The ten year mark or early is going to be well before they're done. Um, secondly or paid off which is fine secondly when we do the owner financing deals these are done for us um, this is like a niche of the niche these are done for us on homes that are free and clear they do not have a loan on the owner financing side and then we structure the owners to be in first position and we pay them principal only payments Uh, again a a great hedge against anything that's going on in the market so even if we're doing all these purchase yes there's a loan there It's in the seller's name. It'll never be in our name. And we're making payments on their behalf. That's really what's going on. Um, So if you look at our portfolio at any one time, there's 50 or 60 properties because they come and they go as people cash out as we get more. But none of those in my own personally. Well, that's a far cry from pre-08 where I was on every single one of them personally. And that's, that's a different stress level.
0: Absolutely. And so you do that by doing an assignment of the mortgage payments uh, we don't even do an assignment because
1: assignment would imply that I'm going to apply with that bank. Technically, that's a technically what an assignment is or assumption. So, no, we just, we, uh, we just do a, um, a lease purchase agreement that stipulates we're going to pay the bank directly. Some sellers say, well, I'd rather have you pay me, so I pay. I say, that's great, but I can't keep track of 50 sellers and worry about if they're paying their mortgage on time and putting my buyers at jeopardy. So, no thank you. We're going to pay your mortgage directly, and you can check online if you want, but we, we control it.
0: That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Well, it's a very appropriate strategy, a very appropriate strategy for the times that we're living in. And it's one that sees past any economic downturn. It's a strategy that spans economic cycles. So if folks want to get in touch, if they want to learn more, what's the best way?
1: Sure. um, Two things. They can go to um, smartrealestatecoach.com and go to free, F-R-E-E, S as in Sam, R as in railroad, E as in egg, C is in cat. So that stands for Smart Real Estate Coach. Free SREC book.com. All you have to say is that you're on you heard Victor and I on his show and we and you put in your address, you will not be asked for a credit card. We pay for the shipping and it's a hard copy, uh, best selling book with a hard cover.
0: I love it. Definitely reach out to Chris at smartrealestatecoach and get a copy of this free book at free book.com And in the meantime, have an awesome rest of your weekend. Go make some great things happen. I'll talk to you again tomorrow.